0: another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. It's Brooke Eagle here and today I have Brittany with the Humble Bee Shop. Hey Brittany. Hi. And unless you've been living under a rock I'm sure you've heard of the Humble Bee. (laughs) She's a local celebrity. We all love her. We love all of the things that she makes. I'm making her (laughs) blush. Thank you. (laughs) how's, How's it going today?
1: It's going great. Good. Uh, It's a beautiful day outside. Can't complain. It is beautiful. Yeah.
0: So I want to, well, I want to do a couple of fun questions, but before we do that, I want to just get a little bit of history of the Humble Bee. What, A, where did the name come from? B, what kind of just made you decide, okay, I'm going for this?
1: So my name is Brittany McGee, uh, and a lot of people growing up would call me B. McGee, And my brother is named Brian, so he got called B. McGee a lot, too, but (laughs) it's fine. Um, Who's older? I'm older. So you're the OG. Yeah, so I can claim it. (laughs) Um, And it kind of stemmed from that. I was actually working at the Honey Pot um, when I, I didn't know. I had no idea what I was doing. I was in college at UNC Greensboro. And... I had gotten an opportunity to work there, which was absolutely incredible. I learned so much and um, I started the Humble Bee as kind of just an online portfolio. Mm. I had a Squarespace website and it it was before the wave of Instagram and really being able to utilize that as a tool to grow your business. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where that concept started, uh, mainly as just like an online portfolio to show like what I was doing and what I was doing there. Uh, I never had an intention of it being what it is today. Really? Yeah, I, I was graduating from UNCG with a double major in communication studies and women and gender studies. And so my intention, because I was in school, it was, like, actually my, um, like, last year when I was at UNCG. And so I, I didn't go to culinary school or have any formal training. That's incredible because <laughs> your talent is, like, blow, it blows my mind how talented mm-hmm. you are. Thank you. A lot of trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of spending a lot of time on the Internet. The Internet's a great resource. It's mm-hmm. a great tool. Uh, especially now with all of the videos and just yeah. the way that people are throwing themselves into creating that uh, educational content that is just at our fingertips. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I actually moved to Raleigh and took a position with a company and it was awesome. Um, so you're from here, though? <clears throat> I'm from Miami originally. Oh, that's okay. where That's where most of my family is, but I've lived here the longest. So okay. I definitely consider it home. Yeah. Um and and so uh, I moved to Raleigh and I was there for a few months and it was a great job, but I wasn't creating. Mm. I wasn't um in the kitchen at all because you know when you have an office job um that takes up a lot of your time and then you get home and you're tired and so it, it, was, it was a shift of focus, but I got a, a lot of incredible connections through that experience. Mm-hmm. And that experience was p- what put into perspective for me that I need to go home and start a cookie company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get back into the creation world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thrive on that. Um, and I think that creatives can sometimes struggle with how is it that I can do what I love every day but find a way to monetize that in a way where you're still staying true to yourself yeah, and um, your craft and what you do, but be able to be in, put yourself in a position to do that every day for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, and to be fulfilled but not burned out. or Right, right. Yeah.
0: So what, what products did you start? So you said cookies. Yeah. So that's what
1: you started with, and then t- now you have all the things. All the things, yeah. I I really thought like, and and it can work with some business models, but because I like to do a little bit of everything, um, my my intention was to just do cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you have to consider, okay, so how am I going to make a lot of money making, <laughs> making cookies, right? Yeah. And but then I tapped into what it is that was interesting me and. I'd never made cakes before, really. I'd made a couple, and so um, I and I had I'd been doing like some vegan baking and you know gluten free baking just for for my own personal you know experimentation and stuff like that over the years. But I wasn't, uh, in my opinion, well versed in any of those things either. And so, kind of like the timeline, because it it was a really short window of time before I decided to like make a jump and sign a three-year lease on a building and put like my whole life into it <laughs> um I had a pop-up at Bull's Tavern Danielle Bull is one of my best friends and Aww. I love her so much I did it for Christmas I I was in a you know a, a position where like again I didn't really know what I was doing but I was like we're gonna make some cookies for Christmas and do like a sampler so, I set up at Bull's Tavern and I like sold out really fast and I was like, wow, this is this is cool. I yeah. love like this. Exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. <yeah. laughs> and so I did another pop-up there and then I did a pop-up at Hoot for Valentine's Day and also at Raylan Vineyards. And um, I've I've definitely become known like for making macs, macaron. Mhm. <laughs> and little secret like I didn't really know how to make those either <laughs>
0: oh my gosh and that's like such a very detail, like attention to detail
1: it really is thing to I, make. I sometimes like still to this day I, I can't even count how many I've made but they're tricky they're they, like sometimes yeah. they just have a mind of their own you know yeah, they're very sensitive, but well worth the result. Oh, it's they're it, so beautiful to look at. They're so I mean, obviously, need to too. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like so visually yeah. stunning, but especially getting like that texture. Right. It's just out of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was I was just like in a position I would worked in the service industry pretty much my whole working career. Um, and through that, I met so many people in this community. I worked at Mellow Mushroom for a long time. I worked at Bulls Tavern, um, and being part of our community through like that perspective and that lens, it really gave me an opportunity to get to create organic connections. Mm-hmm. And through the Humble Bee Shop, it acted as a platform for me to continue to grow those connections. So I'm very grateful for all of the experience and people I've met along the way. Yeah. Um, and it was it was really after the Hoots pop up <clears throat> where it was for Valentine's Day. I, I thought to myself, hmm, I, I want to do this. I'm just going to do this. And yeah, my dad, who is my biggest fan and supporter, he was and he's an entrepreneur. I come from an entrepreneurial family. And he was like, all right, let's find a space. Let's do it. Let's...
0: And you're like, wait, wait, wait. And I was like, wait.
1: <laughs> I was like, I literally have one cookie recipe. I've made macaron like three times in my life. Like, uh, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just. What I, a blessing oh. to have somebody push you, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I need that. I think everyone needs that. Sure. Um, because in that, it's it's an extension of love where it, it's it's saying, I believe in you. You're capable of this. I know you're probably scared, but through just understanding my own experience and continuing to grow every day. I often find that, you know, everything um, you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Mm. And I know that I can't remember who like, that's a great quote. It's a great quote. I can't remember who it's by, but it's so true. Um, And oftentimes when we're scared to take that leap and take that chance on ourselves, I think it's almost overwhelming to think about like how successful it could be. Yeah. Because then you have to like step up and hold yourself accountable to continue that momentum and mm-hmm. continue to grow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've, I've had a lot of those moments even throughout you know the last four years of, of doing this. But I really think that anyone, if, if you can believe in yourself enough to take those chances, mm-hmm. I mean, the universe is yours for the taking. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. So then you did sign a lease. I did. Yeah. And you're still there, right? Yep. At 1003 Brookstown Avenue. Yes. Right across the street from air Type and camel city goods, uh, behind Moselle Southern Bistro. It's such a great pocket of town and it, it is it's grown so much and i love all my neighbors so yeah. much
0: well and it's perfect like if you go eat at moselle's or filling station you just hop over and get some, get some, some not, whenever you do open i know that i know you've had to close yeah but the... you still where can people
1: find you for now i know you're at farmer's markets yeah, so um, I'm working out a schedule with Cobblestone uh, to be there on Saturdays. Awesome. Um, it's, it's been a little bit tough right now because I closed for the pandemic, and then um, and I'll, I'll, I'd be more than happy to kind of shed a little bit of light on this aspect of why I'm not open. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's been really hard to find help, um, given that people are still, you know, worried about Exposure, or you know, even just availability, things like that. And I'm I'm the person who I, I literally make everything with my two hands. Um, thankfully, I just recently hired a, a dishwasher to help me.
0: Oh, good for you! So
1: that's been a blessing. And because um, I cannot imagine the number of dishes that you go through. <laughs> oh, it's so many, especially <laughs> with baking, because there's so many like utensils and bowls yeah. and yeah, and so. Um, I've just just been trying to find a way to manage it where I was doing pre-order and like delivery when the first pandemic hit and then trying to accommodate, you know, taking pre-orders and and things like that. But my goal is to be open, um, preferably within like the next you know, a couple of weeks, um, even before that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um, but just trying to navigate it in a way where it, it works for me where I don't burn myself out. Sure. Because odds are I'm going to be the one who's like behind the counter, which it's, it's great and it's awesome and I get to see everyone. But I have to be able to maintain the balance that I was able to find when the world had to stand still yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because if there's something that I can tell anyone and everyone when you're in business for yourself and you're your own boss, your your work is only as good as you are. Yeah. Um, you have to be able to be in a position and put yourself in a position to mm-hmm. show up for yourself so you can do the, the very best at what you do and continue to love what you do. Yeah, that's so true. I think I think unfortunately
0: it's getting better but the American culture is to just work 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 for sure and to not take time for yourself and for sure. it's just like you're not going to be giving your best work especially if
1: you're an artist you can't give yeah, your and- best work if you're not taking care <laughs> of yourself <laughs> No for sure and it's definitely a cultural thing and I think there's there's a shift that's happening Yeah um but it, it definitely is very deeply rooted in our culture. I, it's something I noticed from traveling, which I haven't really done much of that. But, you know, <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and totally understandable. But uh, I, really, I really think that it's so important mm-hmm. that you are able to find that balance, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Because some people just, like, they, they love to work all the time and, like... I love working, and that's where, also with not having the structure of the hours of the shop and all that. That like, and I think all business owners have experienced that to some degree. Is like, you work so hard for years to figure out sales patterns or like that type of structure, and then COVID just and then it's all out the window, <laughs> all out the window. So we're all learning yeah. together, yeah, how to kind of move forward into Mm. a new future i think yeah
0: i'm i'm really proud of winston-salem though i feel like that we've really been good about giving other business owners a lot of grace for sure and knowing that we are all learning this is just such a new for sure it's new nobody knows what's going on we're learning as we go yeah we're all we're (laughs) all in this together literally (laughs) yeah so what is your to kind of shift gears what is your favorite recipe that you make and it's probably hard, and it's like picking a favorite child, but... I know,
1: and they're all so different. Um, I would definitely say my cookie recipe. I remember um, first writing it down. Yeah. Probably, God, how old am I now? I'm 31. So, Me too, we're the same age. Yeah, I just turned 31 last week. <laughs> well, so happy birthday. Thank you. Um, like, probably my, yeah, my cookie recipe. It's the one that I have been working on the longest. Yeah um that and then like my macaron recipe that i don't even have written down it's all in my brain oh my gosh really yeah with like degrees and like
0: celsius and like because baking is so exact that's why i'm not very good at it like cooking you can just kind of whip something together baking no (laughs) that's exactly the
1: answer my grandmother would give me when i asked her why she never baked anything She was like, it's too, you have to measure things. I just want to throw things in a pot it's and taste exact. it. exact, yeah. It is. So
0: what all can people expect um, when when the shop does open back up? What kind of stuff do you have in the
1: shop for so, people who don't know? So I'll have uh, macaron. I'll have plant-based goodies. I have no dairy and no eggs as well as flourless options. Definitely cookies, cookie sammies. Oof, um, yeah, those are good. They're so good. <laughs> they're so good. Um, marshmallows, meringues. Um, and I won't be serving coffee, but I'll have bottled drinks. Okay. I'll have the two signature drinks that were the most popular, um, when we, uh, were open the Thai tea, which is really tasty, uh, and it's served with oat milk and it's sweetened Ooh, and, yum. uh, mermaid lemonade, which is a hibiscus lemonade with edible mm. glitter. Uh, okay. That name is just the bomb. So fun. right? Mermaid lemonade. It's so I like fun.
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you have plans to stay in your location? Do you have plans to expand? What are, Where do you see the Humble be in three years from now?
1: So um, I'm definitely going to stay put um, for a little while. That's where I think having a smaller space was really a blessing mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out the best ways to grow my team um, and maybe have, like, kitchen space, like, off-site and still keep that as like the hub, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my goal is to grow online. I really want to offer shipping, uh, oh, so yeah. and and some maybe some fun like subscription boxes for oh, shipping. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so that's my goal is just to stay small, but mm-hmm. but find ways to scale and grow my business in a way where it's manageable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For a small team, because uh, that it, to to stay small, it it's difficult to navigate that sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, but I am a firm believer in that if you keep persisting, and you grow when the time is right for you, it'll it'll all fall into place the way that it's meant to. Yeah. Um. I I don't want to. And we all get excited, you know. We all want to grow and, you know, do all, like, do really big things because that's what you want for your baby. You know? Sure. You want it to grow up. and, But
0: all in time, like you said. <laughs> all in time. I think if you rush growth, it can kind of backfire. For sure. For sure. And that is a hard, a hard thing to navigate, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you also do some gorgeous wedding cakes. Yes. Tell ah. us a little bit about that, which I – the fact that you have no – Like, you didn't go to school for culinary, and you just taught yourself to make these
1: stunning wedding cakes. It's (laughs) just, like, blowing my mind. Like, wow. Thank you. Pieces of art, for sure. Thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) I, I spend a lot of time on them. Um, I am always so grateful when people invite me to be part of their most special moments. Um... It sometimes can be a lot of pressure, too. Yeah, sure. You know, like, it's the cake. Like. Yeah. Um, but the, the moment that, you know, I get, like, those the cards or the feedback or I see the beautiful photos and everyone just looks so happy eating something that I made, it, it really is just so worth it. Anything and everything that that just the stress of having a business, like because it's all there's always going to be stress, like for sure. Pro pro tip (laughs) you will always have stress when you have a business, yep, uh, regardless of how smooth it's going or not. Um, And um, really being able to cultivate connections and relationships with people during that process. Um, When I uh, do tastings, which uh, I'm so grateful that I was able to be. In um, Forsyth Engaged, and Jen wrote that article, yes. she touches on kind of that experience and, and what that means to me. Everything is individualized, where no two cakes will look the same. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll definitely have the Humblebee feel, uh, but I feel that it, it is a piece that it is very um, tailored to... Mm-hmm what it is that uh they've envisioned and and i can find ways to bring that to life
0: oh i love that yeah yeah those wedding cakes are absolutely beautiful so if you have not picked up an issue of the new fw engaged there's a great article on the humble bee and some beautiful pictures to go along with yes. it so go, go check it out for sure <laughs> so you said pro tip for uh Owning a business, there will always be stress. I couldn't agree more. What are some other pro tips that you have for, for business owners, um, small business owners?
1: It doesn't matter how small your business might be. I think something that's really important is to understand that your team, like you're also nothing without your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and really being able to extend that in ways where you show gratitude and appreciation. Um not, not, not treating it so much as this um, – because there still needs to be a degree of separation between, like, personal and professional, right? Sure. But, um, but being able to extend, like, you know, even, like, cards or, you know, gift cards or, like, like little things that just make people's days that when they're working with and alongside you – I don't, I really don't like to use the verbiage of like when people work for me, like I really like to try to approach that mentality of like with because it's a collective and collaborative effort for a common goal. Um, That's really important and really like cultivating organic connections with people in your community, not just from like a marketing standpoint, which that's really important as well, but, but really honing in on those connections. and cultivating community in a really organic way um, because that's one thing I'm so proud of Winston for being is I really feel that out of any city I've ever lived in, Winston really sticks and adheres to that mentality of, like, we're, we are in this together. We, yeah. we do actively, like, really go out and support local restaurants and local businesses and mm. try to keep it as much as we can in the community.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I love when people brag about Winston who have lived in other, in other places because I have not lived anywhere else, but I'm so proud of Winston and how much it's, <laughs> it's grown and what a just tight-knit community that we have here. We re- we're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have some fun pod deck questions for you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put you on the spot. i okay. ready? I'm ready. All right. Oh, that's that's morbid no. <laughs> <laughs> if you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do?
1: Like like I wanted them following me around. No, all like the I time. think I think they just are, so you got to give them something to do. <laughs> man get on dishes I don't know like wash dishes dishes. if you want to hang out with me and sure but (laughs) dishes would be awesome
0: (laughs) what's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of
1: I am actively every day trying to step into the mindset of looking at the things I can control in life and not allowing the things that are out of my control overwhelm me Oof, that's good. Yeah.
0: That's hard. It's, it's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, I totally agree with that, and I'm trying to be the same way, and also trying to be present. For sure. I think that, like, yes. especially with these stupid phones that we have to carry around all the time. That oh, you, absolutely. It's so hard to be present sometimes, and I think that, like, I don't want to look back and just be upset that I was not present, so <laughs> I'm trying to work on that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money, what would it be?
1: That. It's mm, hard. Guaranteed. That I left a positive impression on the world. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. And this isn't a question
0: on here, but I like to ask people this. What do you think it takes to make a person happy?
1: I think you have to take a really hard look at yourself and look at, you know, maybe things that have happened in life that might lead you to a space where you're not happy and really just do the self-exploration to better understand like who you are where you came from and I I like to quote Gary B on this he's one of my favorite podcasters but he says like happiness is, to him is being able to do whatever he wants whenever he wants and sometimes people like everyone has a different standard set as far as like what um, what it is that like maybe from a financial standpoint like you know goals that they might have which are totally reasonable and okay and sometimes people you know they may want like you know a vacation home and financial security and all that but then for other people it can look completely different and mm-hmm. they just want to have a camper and like drive around and take photos and make art with their dog yeah. all around the country you know and so happiness can look so different for so many people but. For me, I think it's being able to appreciate what I have while I have it and working towards really creating and um, nurturing um, the relationships that I have in my life. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. I like that. There's no wrong answer,
0: but that's a great (laughs) answer. (laughs) So be sure to stay tuned to Brittany's social media um, for updates on when the store will be back open and just to google over her amazing artwork that she posts thank
1: you so where what's your instagram handle um the instagram handle is the humble shop okay. and if you search that on facebook it'll take you to the facebook page as well and the website is shop, and that's s-h-o-p-p-e dot c-o um, if you there's a little pop up that you can sign up to stay on like on, on like put on the newsletter and stay in the know of what's going on. So I try to like update people that way. Yeah, as well. Um, but I'll be making sure to post across all platforms when I'll be opening and what those hours look like and when things change just to keep people posted.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming to chat with me today. It was so much fun to learn about the history of Humblebee. Yeah. And you can just, I know y'all are not in the room with us, but you can just like sense her passion so much. She loves what she does and I think you can tell that in every single cookie and cake that she makes. Thank you. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media as well, at Forsyth Mags, Mags ForsythMags.com, and be sure to pick up a copy of our most recent issues. That's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines, Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.